This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Coast to coast and across the world, this is Black, White and Rainbow. Your host, Andy Kay. Andy Kay. Coming up on this show... You'll hear mostly Indigenous music, a spotlight on an Indigenous artist from another country and an interview with choreographer and performer Thomas E.S. Kelly. From the studios of Joy 94.9, this is Black, White and Rainbow. Coming up is an interview with choreographer and performer Thomas E.S. Kelly. If you want to get in touch, email on air at joy.org.au or send us an SMS 0427 JOY 949. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I recently spoke with Thomas E.S. Kelly. You'll learn about him next. Coming up later this month, the next wave festival hits the Northcote Town Hall. Misconceive is a full-length dance theatre work that runs from the 17th to the 22nd of May. Thomas E.S. Kelly is the choreographer and one of the performers. Thomas, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, how's it going? Really good. Um, what is the Next Wave Festival? The Next Wave Festival is a biannual festival that happens by an organisation based in Melbourne called Next Wave, which looks after the growth and the development of the emerging artists in the Australian arts sector. And it's a nationwide festival, so people... Um, you know, apply to create works, and they, they help develop brand-new Australian works, looking at different, like, innovative uh, accessibility works, accessible works that help come to the forefront to show the new generation of artists that's going to be uh, coming out in Australian art scene and for everyone to come and view. OK, so um, just a bit of background information on you. You graduated from NASDA Dance College and also an acting course at NIDA. Pretty soon after that, you were off to Canada. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so my, my background, um, so I originally I'm, a, I'm a, from the Tweed Heads area, Tweed Heads Gold Coast area. I went, as soon as I finished high school, I, I auditioned and I got accepted and started studying at Naista Dance College, which is based on the Central Coast. And Naista Dance College is the national Indigenous dance college for Australia. It's where Bangara was sprouted out of the earlier company, AIDT. This year is its 40th year anniversary, so it's a big year for the college. They've got a lot of things happening around Sydney area. And um, so then from there, I, I, I worked, I first got work straight away with a lady named Vicky Van Hoot, who is this amazing independent Indigenous choreographer. She makes amazing things. So much is going on in her head. So I danced for her quite regularly. She actually took me on for a mentoring role. And during that mentoring role, we saw this residency that came up in Canada, which is called the Banff Residency, the Indigenous Dance Residency in Banff. And it's amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. It's in the Rocky Mountains. It's Calgary. And... Yeah, I, I went there for six weeks, and that's one of the one of the many things that I've been very fortunate to do in my career so far, which is four years this year that since I've been out. Um, but I went over there, and they had twelve Indigenous artists from six different countries come together, and we kind of made this little makeshift collective company just under six weeks. In, in a little bit five weeks, we we created a show with three internationally with three internationally renowned choreographers, and we performed it at the, the Summer Dance Festival. You've also choreographed for others, short and sweet in Sydney in particular. Do you prefer to choreograph for yourself or for others? I did choreograph for short and sweet, but that was my own work uh, as a part of another little festival that happens in Sydney, which, um, and I enjoy choreographing. I just feel like that's kind of 
I love dancing for people, and I want to do that as much as I can, but I also don't want to, like, stop myself choreographing. I, I feel like I've got a lot of stories that I want to tell or I want to create, so that's my outlet of choreographing. So I really am trying to develop my own technique that's individual and original, uh, but acknowledging the past of the people who have come before us, but also culturally, using my culturally contemporary Indigenous technique. And so I really enjoy choreographing because I love that I can tell a story and I love people wanting to hear the stories that I want to tell. As part of the Next Wave Festival, you'll be performing in Misconceive. What is that performance all about? The Misconceive is, a, is a exploring the misconceptions and stereotypes that is the image people have of Indigenous Australian people. And, and I'm basing it off my own experiences with, in collaboration with my cast, which has got three females that will be performing with me, Tari Sansbury, Kalina Sansbury and Natalie Polarek. And over the time, over the past 80 months, I've had other collaborators that have come on board and, and people watching. And it's from our experiences of being young Indigenous people uh, who don't look like what people believe Aboriginal people look like. So we're, we're of mixed cultural backgrounds and I don't necessarily look like I'm Aboriginal from the first glance. And if I speak, sometimes I might have, you know, the little, you know, you know what it's like when you've got the little black fella lingo twang sometimes that comes in and out. Oh, yeah. And then sometimes it's just not there. So when people listen, they're like, oh, you know, you don't sound like you're Aboriginal or you don't look like you're Aboriginal. I have this moustache going on at the moment, which I get Mexican quite a lot. And without the moustache, I get Indian quite a lot. But I also get, like, Italian and... Um, South America, I get almost everything. It's, it's crazy. So when I tell people I'm Aboriginal and they're like, oh, you don't look Aboriginal. It's funny because what I find very interesting and what I want to explore is when people ask me and then I tell them that I am Aboriginal and then they, they don't believe it. Did you ask me because you really wanted to know or, you know, and, and that's the reason that I look like this is that ever since colonisation, the, the goal was to first, with all the genocides and the massacres, to eradicate Indigenous people but so then to stop making either one Indigenous people exist or two, to make us stop looking like Aboriginal people. So especially when I have um, Australian nationals who aren't Indigenous, not Indigenous Australian people, say to me that I don't look Aboriginal, it's like, oh, you realise I don't look Aboriginal because since colonisation, that was the goal, to stop making us look Aboriginal. So we're exploring that and, and this idea of, you know, if you're going to teach history, start from the beginning of the history book. Stop flipping to the middle pages and acknowledge everyone that's attributed to the story that is Australia's history. OK, uh, so, yeah. that, so that's basically what yeah. um, Misconceive is, is tackling those issues. Yes, exploring the little stereotypes. I, I spammed people on Facebook and got them to give me stereotypes that they know of, of Aboriginal people and... You know, the, the ones where Aboriginal people have to be, of course, it, it pops up all the time and it is it's a terrible misconception that we're all drug abusers and alcoholics and lazy. Whether they believe it or not, it's still their most known stereotype of what an Aboriginal person looks like. So the way I'm doing it is I'm doing it in a... There's, it's a light-hearted way, but not as in that the issues are light-hearted, but there is moments where there's real seriousness, but then there's moments where we break it up with, with humour but still expressing the same thing. So the way I'm trying to do it is instead of pointing the pink finger at the people that will come into the show, I vision it that I'm putting my arm around it and say, hey, let me tell you like, let me tell you a yarn. Let me tell you how it is. Um, now, Misconceive, it runs from the 17th of May to the 22nd of May at the Northcote Town Hall. How can we get tickets? To get tickets, you go to the Next Wave website, which is nextwave.org.au. You scroll down there, you'll see Misconceive, and you click on that, and it's got, and you just follow the prompts. You pick your day that you want to come. 
And on that is all the other shows that will be at Next Wave as well. Okay. So, Thomas, thank you for coming on the show. We're speaking with Thomas E.S. Kelly, who's uh, performing and choreographed Misconceive as part of the Next Wave Festival. Thomas, thank you very much for speaking with us. Awesome. No, thank you very much. This has been great. Hey, how's it going? My name's Thomas E.S. Kelly. You're listening to Black, White and Rainbow on Joy 94.9. Now, this segment is all about an Indigenous artist from another country. This week, we're going to Nigeria. Asha was actually born in Paris to Nigerian parents, and they returned to Nigeria when Asha was two years old. In 2004, Asha met a friend, Janet, who also became her manager. In 2008, Asha won the French Constantin Award, and in 2011, she performed at the Sydney Festival. From her second album, Beautiful Perfection, this is Asha with Broda Ole. You can access one of the largest podcast portals in community radio online in one convenient place. Just head to joy.org.au slash podcast to see our most recently posted episodes. Joy's podcast service now has more exclusive content than ever before. Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them at joy.org.au slash podcasts. We've come to the end of another episode of Black, White and Rainbow. I'm Andy Kay. We've had a message come in. Uh, great show. Beautiful music tonight. Full of such diverse sounds. Great show from someone in Brunswick. And see you next week. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.